Welcome to another episode of Doubtfully Daily Medigo, a short podcast never longer than it needs to be, where I get to discuss whatever happens to be on my mind. And today, hardware is on my mind, computer hardware specifically, because I'm trying to decide whether my next computer is going to be an iMac or something that I custom build. Later this year, um, luck permitting, it's going to be possible for me to work more from home rather than coming into an office every day and doing all of my work here. Now, this has a lot of benefits. Of course, I will not need to commute uh, from the new house, which is going to probably take an extra hour, um, half an hour each way every day. Uh, I'll be able to spend more time with Nozomi. I'll be able to spend more time with uh, my son. I'll be able to spend more time in my new house, which is going to be wonderful. It's going to have a dedicated working space where I can just sit down and get things done. Now, because it's going to have a dedicated space, this is going to be the first time in over a decade that I've actually had a dedicated space for me to work. Usually I've had just sections of a table for a couple of hours at a time. Um, and this doesn't matter whether it's at home, at uh, the day job, it doesn't matter. I never have a permanent location. I always need to be able to up and move if something comes up. So by having a, dedica a dedicated space, I'm actually going to be able to do something that I haven't done in almost 20 years, which is have a desktop class machine. So being invested in the Apple ecosystem, uh, despite my attempts to leave, being invested in the Apple ecosystem, does this mean I go and get myself an iMac, um, which would have more power than a notebook? It has a larger screen, has like all kinds of advantages, including the ability to have more RAM. The next machine that I have will need to have a minimum of 32 gigabytes of memory because of all the virtual machines I run, because of the databases I use and all this other stuff. The downside is Apple notebooks no longer support this amount of memory. The 15 inch iMacs cap out, or not iMacs, sorry, the MacBook Pros cap out at 16 gigabytes, which for most people is a lot, but for a professional grade machine to cap out at 16 gigabytes in 2018 is just asinine. Um, the notebook that I have from work is just a, a pretty decent Lenovo uh, ThinkPad, but that thing currently has 32 gigabytes of memory in it, and theoretically it can support 64, according to the various forms and whatnot. It can support 64, so I can just go and get the SODIMs and throw them in if that's what I want to do, um, which is not what I'm planning on doing right now. But by having a machine with more memory, um, I'm able to just accomplish more. And that's the primary goal. Computers for me are not toys, they're tools. They en enable me to get things done. I don't want to compromise if the tools that I use put food on the table and a roof over everybody's head. Like, that's the primary thing for me. What would be better? There are a lot of benefits to getting an iMac because Apple's stuff generally works. Generally. That's a good thing. Um, I'm already in the ecosystem, so essentially all I would have to do is type in some uh, credentials, go to the Apple Store, download or the App Store, whatever, download the apps that I use regularly from there, 
go to a couple of different websites where I've bought applications um, outside the store, download those, install them, put in my keys, blah, blah, blah. That's nice. In addition to this, the iMac is aesthetically pleasing. It looks really nice, and that's, that's a nice thing. I don't want to have an ugly computer. Alienware and all these gaming rigs that allow incredible expansion um, are ugly. They are just so ridiculously ugly with unnatural curves and dents and shapes. It's just not what I'm looking for. I'm not a teenager, so I don't want something that pretends it's a transformer. I want something that actually is a problem-solving machine. In addition to this, I don't want to be tempted with endless upgrades. So the last time I had a desktop, uh, way back in the year 2000, I was upgrading that thing all the time because I could. So every couple of months I would go and upgrade the RAM or get more hard drives or change the video card, um, update the processor as much as the motherboard would allow. If the motherboard wouldn't allow it, get a new motherboard and processor. I was investing a great deal of money into that computer. Now, mind you, I was young and stupid. I'm not going to have that kind of luxury anymore. But at the same time, I don't want to get the idea in my head that, oh, if I just go and spend this little bit of money, I can get this much more expansion out of the system. That could result in me being less satisfied with the machine that I would have on the desk. Maybe it's a good thing that the iMac is generally sealed and I can't easily add more stuff to it. It would allow me to resist temptation a bit. Those are the advantages of going that route. Whereas custom built would give me a lot of freedom to expand on my terms. Now I know I just said I don't want to be tempted, but if I do want to expand, I should be able to expand. If I want to go and get certain video cards, I should be able to go and get certain video cards or extra hard drives or you know various PCI devices that I can just slap into the machine to get more functionality such as uh, video in and whatnot. If I want to have a Blu-ray burner, I don't want to have external devices and cables all over the place. It would just be ugly. It would be much nicer to have something internal to a case that I can just shove in and use. Like That would be really nice. In addition to this, I I believe this would actually be better value for money. Yesterday, I was talking about value. And when I look at how much an Apple device costs, I really don't think it's good value. I really, really don't. The MacBook Pro that I have now, yeah, I bought it as a store display model to save um, hundreds of dollars. I believe it was about $600 that I saved to get this display model, which was um, like six months old. And I saved that much because I didn't mind that this was sitting plugged in and a bunch of strangers came by and touched it for six months before moving on and not buying it. Um, that didn't bother me one bit. So I was able to do that. that. That makes the value proposition better for me. But still, when you look at what kind of performance that I can get from this thing compared to a similarly spec'd out uh, PC or a machine running Ubuntu Linux, it's night and day different. Linux will run a heck of a lot faster than macOS. And believe it or not, Windows 10 will run a heck of a lot better than macOS. macOS is now sluggish and slow. And this is even after formats and all that other fun stuff where I basically rebuild the uh, operating system. Like I clear out all the data, put it back in, 
and all that jazz, and it's just not fast enough. Whereas if I wipe out macOS and I install Linux on the exact same machine, or if I install Windows 10 on the exact same machine, or Windows Server on the exact same machine, it's really fast. It flies, which is a little frustrating to say the least. Um, I really do not think that Apple is investing the resources that it needs into ensuring that their systems are able to go as long as people would like. Um, I, I really think their focus is elsewhere, such as phones, um, a watch that a very niche market is interested in, and um, things that, as an adult, I don't care about. That's where Apple is going. And, you know, that's fine. That's It's Tim Cook's company. I'm not going to be able to sway that person in any way, shape, or form. But it does make me wonder if custom build is the way to go. Now, I do enjoy using OS or Mac OS. So one option would be that I could just have a virtual machine. And if I've got a really powerful machine, then having a bunch of virtual machines with different operating systems running at the same time on the same box would not be an issue whatsoever. And I could still get more performance by going down this route. Um, then in the future, if I decide not to use Mac OS or I decide to use a different operating system, whatever, it doesn't matter, I'd be able to very easily switch, just turn off a virtual machine. It doesn't matter. Very, very easy. But is this really the best way to go? So I do have time to think about this. So it's probably not going to be something I'm going to buy this year. I've just bought a house. I can't invest the amount of money that is required. But the next machine that I buy is going to be a desktop computer. The notebook that I have, this MacBook Pro, while it does give me the unhappy beach ball of doom uh, far more often than I like, for far longer than I would like, it can still do the vast majority of what I need to do, which is essentially text processing. It is not that processor intensive, the stuff I do. So I don't need to replace this. And when I go to Tokyo, when I go to various locations, I can still bring this with me and get work done. But when I'm at home, I want something with a lot more power so that I'm not feeling constrained when I'm trying to crunch large sets of data or when I'm trying to accomplish very complex tasks. I, I've been working with constraints for a very long time. Um, it would be nice to take those constraints off. And what that means is spending probably upwards of $4,000 on a computer. But will that $4,000 go to Apple? Or will it go to a bunch of different suppliers as I build my own machine, I'm probably running an AMD Ryzen or an AMD Threadripper processor um, so that I can get the biggest bang for the buck? I haven't made the decision, probably not going to make the decision for another couple of months, but this is something that I think about quite often because I want to know what is the best way forward.